you know, the Super Bowl, uh, and we're not supposed to say that word, but I'm reporting news. Uh, the Super Bowl was a celebration of ego at a gargantuan level. And it lacked what it should have had, which was every single person who ever demanded a woke mask on a beak of a child being on their knees begging for forgiveness. The Todd Herman Show is 100% disapproved by big pharma, technocrats, and tyrants everywhere. Now, from the high mountains of free America... Here's the Emerald City Exile, Todd Herman. Today is the day the Lord has made, and these are the times through which God has decided we shall live. I didn't watch the Super Bowl. The NFL has no interest in in me um, supporting them. They made their decision. I've made mine. Uh, It's sad, but I got to be honest with you. Yesterday, we played game of blackjack as a family, and that was fun. We had a fun discussion over food, and I didn't miss a second of the Super Bowl. And that's weird to me because, um, you know, Super Bowl football was a tie to my father. My father's been, you know, my father's been with the Lord for uh, 19 years. So I maybe that connection's gone. But what I watched was instead the Twitter response. The juxtaposition that you're about to hear in this, in this clip is everything that demands an apology from our society. This is a group of, of women singing. I don't know who they are. I don't know if they're famous. I don't know. I, I have no idea. I know that they're singing a song. Um, I know that the NFL had made a commitment to the so-called Black National Anthem. There is no such thing. We are one nation. Well, except, of course, the party is splitting it up. And, guys, I cannot say this any, any more clearly. The party intends to split the nation, and God is letting it happen. And I can't say this any more clearly. Please, please, please pick a side. Please pick it, and, and you may need to pick it geographically. You really might, right? We are in, 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 the, in the personage of people who follow Jesus and need Jesus and have accepted him as Lord and Savior. We are the exiled elect. You're already exiled. You're already not of this world. You're, you're visiting it, and we're to be helpful in it and to love within it and, and to be proper citizens within it, but we are not of it. Right. And they're trying to divide and they're succeeding in dividing. And to me, the division should be this, that we remain in a godly attitude. We remain in the spirit. We refuse to participate in these these trances of the party like the Super Bowl. Listen here to this, um, this these people singing and, and there's something going on. They're up front. The camera's on them. But playing in the background is um, a, a group of kids who are supporting musicians in the background. But there's something really interesting going on, and you probably already guessed what that interesting thing is going on. Sing a song full of the faith that the dark past has taught us. 
kids are masked. The singers are not. That is the embodiment of everything that's gone on since the Great Reset began in March of 2020. It's just in people's faces. Or rather, not. We can never, ever let them, let the, the nation forget what they did. We can never, ever let this go unpunished. Now, God is going to take care of this because I believe the brutality that's been installed under cover of COVID, including now Justin Trudeau did use heavily armed people to go get some of the protesters. And by the way, it's going to be whack-a-mole. There's a new convoy showing up on the western part of Canada. So enjoy your whack-a-mole, right? So, So you have that. We can never let them forget the monumental evil of lying about COVID deaths next hour. Um, this is what episode 56 hour two. I'm going to talk to Jim Walsh, state representative in Washington state, where the Democrats have attempted guys. They've attempted to ban the speaking of the name of Christ Jesus on the floor of the house. They have prayers. There are these ecumenical prayers that people give. And so Jewish people come and give prayers and, and Muslim people and Christian people. So they're, you know, they're having respect for all faiths. There's not to be a state religion. I don't want a state religion because then it's a false religion. The moment it's a state religion, it's a false religion because religions by force are not the model of Christianity. Jesus never used force. They're trying to ban that. I'm going to talk to Jim about that, but I'll also talk about the fact that up there in the separate country of Washington state, they've, they've killed people in the name of COVID, got them killed. In the name of COVID, to be precise, got them killed, suicides and and what else? And they have no idea. They're liars. They have no idea how many people have ever had COVID once. And I'm gonna I'm gonna talk to Jim about this because I gave him data on this. I'm also gonna express to him next hour. Look, I'm not gonna be happy with leadership of states like that until I see some frog marching. Because the crimes that have been committed here are monumental. And this thing with the mask, it's annoying. But guys, it's beyond hypocrisy. As I'm watching this, there's this video that Clay Travis of, um, of the uh, Buck and Clay show put up. And he's very good on Twitter. And this is, the, this is the scene at the Super Bowl. They're going through and showing all the faces of the celebrities. There's another one. It just it had terrible audio. So I couldn't use it, but it showed a whole other group of celebrities here. None of them are wearing the masks. Nearly all of them, if not all of them, virtue signaled for the woke masks. We're in Hollywood. Who do we got here? We got Jay-Z. We got Damon. Luis Theron is here. LeBron. Jennifer and Ben. Yeah, it's Smith. There you go. There's my kind of celebrity. Yeah, now we're talking. I mean, where else would they be? Not a single one of them with a woke mask. The the so-called mayor of Los Angeles, who's not a mayor. You don't get to call yourself a mayor and demand that kids get wrapped up in face diapers to go to school where in Beverly Hills, or, or I think it was a girl just passed out. I know a student passed out in the 93 degree heat wrapped up in a stupid, useless, medically, medically useless face diaper passed out. And the school immediately said, oh, they put out a statement saying, oh, by the way, this had nothing to do with the mask. 
The student passing out in 93 degree heat who couldn't get fresh air and was breathing everything she exhaled, that passing out had nothing to do with the woke masks. And then parents got upset. You think? <laughs> that the, this is a microcosmic representation of what happened in, through the, in this entire thing. Let me give you another example. And this one is brutal. Well, let me tie this other one. Let me tie the bow on this, as we would say, in the business. The kids not wearing woke masks, or probably the kids wearing woke masks while the celebrities party. Guys, this shouldn't be news. In the separate country of California, entertainment workers have never had to follow the COVID guidelines. Ever. They were carved out. You producing a porn film where you're filming people committing prostitution on video. You don't have to follow the COVID guidelines. You're producing a a, a C, you know, a, a B grade film. You don't have to follow the guidelines. So none of these people have ever had to do this. There was that audio that broke of Tom Cruise flipping his wig because people on his team, his staff were not wearing the woke masks. And he, he screamed at people for like, it seemed like 15 minutes. And it was all about the budget and we're going to make this film and you not wearing the mask means we can't make this film. And maybe Tom Cruise bought this all. No one else did there. It's the video of Sean Penn that gets me. This is the microcosm. This guy just rains hatred on people who question the left and the look of smug satisfaction on that man's face as he's staring down at the field. I'm sorry. It, it takes me right back to my, my, my images of the Colosseum, of the Roman Colosseum as I'm watching this. But the microcosm is this. When the lockdowns came, they only came for some. This crime, that crime, that wealth transfer of that crime is the most monumental wealth transfer that's ever happened. And all of a sudden, it's okay. And all of a sudden, let me ask you a question, serious question. How many shows do you hear talk about the wealth transfer during COVID? Because I don't have time to listen. And there might be a bunch of them. I know Glenn Beck has been on this, and I appreciate that. I know that Rush, before he passed, God rest him, and we're going to talk this week. Um, Rush passed on the 17th. It will be a year since then. We're going to talk this week about what it was like for me to host the show the day after the the Maha Pass. I'm going to make available to you guys, first time it's ever been seen, the show rundown we used that day. Um, that is the, that's the actual guide we used for the show. So we're going to put that up in one of the episodes this week. So you'll get that. Make sure that you're registered for the Substack mail. So that you can see this rundown that we used the day after the Maha went to heaven. I know Rush talked about, hey, look who's winning. All of a sudden, the Democrats have this company and that company winning. All the big companies we were told were terrible people. But speaking of terrible people, and the reason we can never let them forget this, let me give you a a, um, new invention from Moderna. But first, let me start with this. This is a... and, and. God bless them for reporting it, but listen to how they do it. 
Listen to MSNBC. Listen to the end of this report. They're talking about in this, they're going to reference a company. The company they're talking about is Pfizer. The company has withdrawn its application to the FDA for authorization on COVID vaccinations for kids under five, the last age group unprotected against the virus. The company said that it did not have enough data on their two-dose regimen to recommend it for young kids and needs more data on a three-dose vaccine. Now, this is a major reversal for the company and for the messaging out of the CDC. The only age group that is not protected. Ha! And one of the age groups that mathematically cannot be protected by this stuff. The kids in the masks. The celebrities without the masks. The businesses that stayed open. The businesses that were crushed. Churches that were crushed. Abortion facilities that stayed open. Ivermectin that was crushed, mRNA that was pushed. The level, it is almost impossible to communicate the level of evil that has gone on since March of 2020. So Pfizer's withdrawing their application. They don't have enough data. They never had any data because they destroyed the data. They destroyed the control group because they didn't want there to be a control group. And there's this obsession with seeing every single human being injected with this garbage to this day. That's part of the evil. But let me bring you up to date and a little bit of news from our dear friends at Moderna, who you know are our friends and they love us. What if... MRNA could treat life-threatening cardiovascular diseases such as heart failure. We're collaborating with AstraZeneca on an mRNA therapeutic AZD8601 that encodes for VEGF-A to promote recovery of cardiac function through tissue regeneration. What is one of the top so-called side effects of the mRNA injections in people. What is it that's caused professional athletes to die and to topple over and to be forced out of their sports because they can no longer compete? What was it that forced the guy who had the world record for holding his breath deep underwater to get out of his sport could no longer do it? What was it that forced a soccer, professional soccer player to suddenly retire? What is it that dropped a guy who was doing warm-up stretches on the field as a professional soccer player? For those outside of America, y'all call it football. Fine. You, you, it's not, but that's okay. It's you. Yeah, go ahead, call football. That's fine. It's heart failure. It's myocarditis. It's pericarditis. What does that stuff do? And this is the thing about the crime. The crime is so immense. You could pick one and go in any direction. And the Super Bowl is the, the, the embodiment of the crime because it continues. They continue the theater of kids wearing the woke mask. And the guy who's the author of that, the mayor of Los Angeles, is there yucking it up with people without a mask. And and God bless people. And I mean it, man. I am I'm I am experiencing righteous anger. And I am truly impressed that no one went over and beat that guy in the face. I'm not kidding. And look, I'm not I'm not sponsoring that. I don't want the mayor of Los Angeles beaten in the face. I don't want that. But I'm astonished that it didn't happen. I understand he's got security. I know he's well-guarded. I get that. 
But I'm astonished that someone didn't break through the security and go at this guy. People, people are so restrained. And I don't know that people yet understand the monumental level of this. You had Pfizer invest. Uh, and it was a ton of money. I think it was, well, I'm going to misquote it, so I won't say it, but I think it was billions of dollars in a drug that would address the harm done by their injections. Now, Moderna is inventing an mRNA approach to help tissue regenerate. You want to know how tissue dies in the heart? It gets myocarditis or pericarditis. The swelling of the heart, myocarditis, causes the heart tissue to die and it doesn't regenerate. Pericarditis is the sac around the heart, which can also lead to heart tissue dying. And these criminals want now to sell the cure to the disease they gave you, that they they used force to give you. So when you look beyond the woke masks, in the Super Bowl thing, this 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 event of egos, you look beyond that. Every kid with the woke mask is probably also a kid who got shot up with this stuff. Now, the possible future from this, and it is a possible future from this, is so heinous that it defies description. What we've seen time and again with these injections is that it is creating immunological problems. It is creating circumstances where people's immune systems can no longer fight SARS. It may create a derangement in the immune system. And this is not, this isn't even controversial if you're reading. It may create a circumstance where what they have to do is get people shot up continually to try to make up for the problems that this stuff caused. Meanwhile, cases in a linear growth. <laughs> We've watched cases explode. And yet the kids are still wrapped up, wrapped up in the woke masks. And the celebrities still aren't. And the excuses continue to flow. We can never let them forget this. And I have a litmus test. You know my litmus test for office holders. I'm going to ask you, if you come on my program and you're an office holder, I'm going to say, who is Jesus Christ? And what is the difference between being a Jesus believer and a Jesus needer? I'm going to talk about that. I'm going to ask you, are there any laws in the country that are an affront to God Almighty? I'm going to ask that. I'm going to vote the way I pray. I am voting for people who consider themselves to be here to serve, not be served. Look at the, look at the Super Bowl. Find me the people there who came to serve. Find me Sean Penn who came to serve and yet is not wearing a face diaper, but stands there as kids are diapered. If you're ever in a circumstance where you are not face diapered and kids are face diapered and you stand there and you put up with that, then the truth is simply not with you. 
right? You're wrapped up in darkness. If you walk into a room and you look around and there's other people masks, like if you go to a place, uh, a business and everybody's wearing a woke mask and you don't have to, and you don't turn around and flee, man, the truth's not with you anymore. All right. Truth. The truth is there's a lot of people who are saying, man, I no longer trust my company. My company was going to make me take these injections. Maybe they are still thinking about making you take the injections to keep your job. I just talked to a dear friend of mine and he's getting 50 His company is a big tech company and now he's too old and makes too much money. So they're going to wash him out. So a lot of people are looking at early retirement. Right? And if you've got a retirement program at your company and they've done the unthinkable to say, hey, you either get injected or you get constantly tested or, or you're out. And you want to leave? Well, look, maybe you can retire. Your analysis might be you cannot. Well, let's bring in an expert, my friend Zach Abraham at Bulwark Capital Management. So Bulwark looks at things with risk management always on their line on their mind. It's in fact, it's all about risk management. The name of Zach's radio show is Know Your Risk Radio. Okay, knowyourriskradio.com. That's that's what he's about. Yes, gain. Right, because one way to risk something is to is to have opportunity lost to have not gained. But then the biggest risk, of course, is losing money. So they, it's all about risk management. A bunch of employees from Boeing were so furious. You're going to make us get injected or tested? No, we're done. We want to retire. But they didn't think they could. But they called Zach. They called Zach Abraham at Boer Capital Management and said, hey, we want to be able to retire. Over half of them we're able to go retire to put in the paperwork, get the, get the pensions and retirement program from Boeing. Then they're able to email their friends and go, Hey, by the way, retirement's great. And email their boss. You know, when you were going to make me get stuck with a needle, I'm sticking you with the check. You have to pay me to not work for the rest of my life. So find out for yourself. See if you can retire, call Zach at 866-779-RISK. That's 866-779-RISK or go to knowyourriskradio.com A reminder Investment advice cannot be given without a client services agreement. Bulwark Capital Management is an investment advisor representative of Trek Financial LLC and SEC registered investment advisor. And Zach's a guy who goes around telling the truth. Sometimes that's costly telling the truth. Let's listen to another lie as we look at what the party can never be forgiven for. Well, no, that's not true. We can forgive. We're called to forgive. But what must never, ever be forgotten and what they must not get away with. This is Rep. Jeffries, Representative Jeffries. And by the way, before you judge him and before you get angry at what he's going to say here, I want to remind you of something. He's black. So don't don't run afoul of the rules. If a black person is upset, even if you disagree with them, even if you think what they're saying is nonsense, you are to at least pretend to agree. So he's talking here in response to a long question about, hey, what about getting rid of the lockdown stuff and the mass stuff? And listen to how he starts his statement. By the way, when the reporter was reading the question, I thought my I thought my computer had frozen because this guy is he has a, an incredible ability to hold still. I did. I thought it was just audio. I I thought the video had frozen. He's just holding completely still as this reporter leads up to this question. I'll just give you Jeffrey's answer here. Well, here's where we are uh, in America. Uh, Job creation is up. Wages are up. Unemployment is down. And the Omicron variant is in retreat. And that's not by accident. That's because under President Biden's leadership, a public health infrastructure was put into place, beginning with 
the American Rescue Plan without a single Republican <laughs> vote. Even if you buy that anything the government did helped in any way, I'm sorry, it began when Fauci conned President Trump into doing this by telling President Trump, you're about to watch 30 million Americans die. And President Trump rightly said, uh, well, if that's the risk, then we've got to do some things. It never was the risk. But President Trump's instincts were right. The lockdown's not going to work. He didn't want to do it. He was right. My biggest regret for President Trump is that he ever let Tony Fauci anywhere near him. And this is the guy who authored the phrase, well, didn't author it, but popularized the phrase deep state. We cannot, we have to stop thinking of the deep state as just the FBI and the DOJ. It doesn't get any deeper. Look, you know what? The FBI and DOJ, let me point it up. Let me put it this way. The FBI and DOJ still have line officers who are good people. They still have patriots. They still have Christians. I know some of them who work. I know a federal officer. He is a Christian man. He's a good man. He's trying to keep drugs out of his state. I have another friend of mine who was with the Department of Homeland Security, a senior officer, as good a solid a human being as you'd ever want to know, a good Christian solid human being. Not so in public health. Now, I don't mean to judge every public health officer around the country. I've said before, there's a woman I grew up with who's a public health official. I would certainly trust her with my money or to, you know, babysit the family. I would never trust her medical decisions ever again. The deepest of the deep state is a unanimous approach to this that Fauci said, the NIH said, we're going to do. We can never let them forget this. We can never let them get away with we were wrong. We can never let them say, well, the science evolved. No, it didn't. It never changed. From You can go back to the archives of my radio show. You can go back two years. The science never changed. It's never evolved. It's never been different. The injections were never designed to stop any of this. It's in their own paperwork. That has to be prosecuted. You don't get to go con a country. No, forget that. You don't get to go con the globe into sticking computer code, which is basic, it's code, into your arm and getting sick and getting having a heart tissue broken up and then then having the people who conned you into taking it or forced you into taking it suddenly selling you a cure you don't that doesn't that can't go unpunished and man it is very tempting Well, no, it's not tempting. It's proper for those of us who are Christian to model our behavior after the Lord Jesus. And yes, I will pray. I will pray to, I will pray to the Holy Spirit to help me forgive these people because I am called to forgive. I will pray to the Holy Spirit to help me really mean it when I pray that they be forgiven. I will do that or that I have the, I I am given the gift of forgiveness, but let's not forget something. Jesus Christ quoted the Old Testament a fair bit. And he spoke of King David. He was from the line of David, lineage. In fact, in fact, the Lord Jesus used David as an example. 
the Lord, and there's a great representation of this in the show, The Chosen, so good. The Lord Jesus was in a synagogue and there was a man with a shriveled hand. And the authorities there, the rabbis there were teaching or reading from the scrolls. They weren't teaching, they were reading from the scrolls. And the Lord Jesus came in and he started to cure a guy and they got upset. Like, what are you doing? You can't be there curing a guy. I'm, I'm, I'm reading from the scrolls. And he said, no, your friend's hand is shriveled. I'm, I'm, I'm curing him. And so he cures the guy and, and there's this fantastic scene where the rabbi's really upset, has witnessed a miracle and is upset about it and says to the actor who plays the Lord Jesus, if God had wanted them cured, he would have done it himself. And the actor plays Jesus, turns to him and says, hmm, interesting point. Just let the ellipses sit there, dot, dot, dot. Interesting point. So Jesus and the apostles, or I guess at that point, his followers, walk out of the synagogue and they're excited and look at what Jesus did and he healed the guy and then and said that to the to the rabbi. They're excited and they're jazzed and and Peter, at that time Simon, reaches over and grabs a bit of grain and starts to eat it and everybody freezes. He's eating. On the Sabbath, he has done work. He picked grain and he's eating. Now, they hadn't eaten for four or five days, any of them. And Simon spits it out and says, I'm sorry. And then the Lord, the Lord Jesus says, wait, you may. You may. You may. It's okay. You you haven't eaten. It's okay. Eat. And the rabbis from that synagogue come running out. And they are furious. They're absolutely furious at, at Jesus for allowing his followers to eat. So how is this an example for us? Well, it better be an example for me because I am so close to losing my temper at this stuff. I'm telling you, this cannot be, this can, we cannot let them forget. This can never, ever be allowed to happen again. Ah, you know, we got the show off the ground so quickly and I think I've told you before that it was not, I had, I had imagined that we would begin the podcast in, in late February. Like, in fact, I thought it would begin March 1st and the radio station where uh, we'd done the show for all those years, uh, they saw that differently and they wanted us to wrap the show at the end of November of last year. So, okay, we did. And I understand their business reasoning to it. I've, I've, you know, no hard feelings about that. We were going to wrap the show anyway. I'd already made the decision to go to a podcast format. And um, so we got, we got basically had to start four months ahead of time. So we did some scrambling and there's been some scrambling and that's okay because you guys have responded. We're in the top 200 of Apple news globally. It's huge. One of the guys who stepped in immediately and scrambled with us is Dave, the digital from Greenhaven interactive. He didn't even ask questions. Yep, you need it now. Let's get it done now. No, you can't always do that. Can't always move things around in that way. But I kind of give Dave a heads up. I was thinking about doing something. So Greenhaven Interactive jumped in. In that period of time, they put up the website, the mobile and the, and the PC version of it and, you know, the liquid design. So it's, it works that way. They took care of our search problem right away. We were not getting anywhere in search. Google wouldn't let us buy ads. So Dave took care of it with search engine optimization. Now we've got a great search position and it happened very, very quickly. He can do this for your business. There's been these changes in the Google algorithm and it may affect how your business shows up. And if your business doesn't show up high up in search, it can cost you a lot of money, cost you a lot of new business. 
So simply check and see how easy it is it to find your business on Google. If you have to go to a second page, it's terrible. If it's on the first page, it's good. If you've got to scroll, not great, right? Being in the top third of the page should be your goal so that people immediately see you. So search your name and then search for businesses in your category in Google. If you don't like what you see, get in touch with Dave at Greenhaven Interactive. Dave, the digital will put a team on it. He'll lead the team. They'll get it fixed. Just go to greenhaveninteractive.com. So that's the scene from, and this is so well portrayed in The Chosen. So they're standing in this beautiful field, this this beautiful um, wheat. Uh, Simon Peter has eaten some, and these rabbis come come screaming out of the the synagogue. And they run up and they say, your followers, they've worked, they picked on the Sabbath. And Jesus said, go and learn what this means. My father requires mercy, not sacrifice. You speak of your father as if you are the, and the son of man. And, and it's, it, here's the money line. Jesus said, King David, when he fled Saul, he went and ate of the ceremonial bread, the temple bread. And now their minds are blown. You're comparing yourself to King David. Jesus quoted King David. And he used King David's example as a justification for what he did as a model. The greatest king in in Jewish history, yes, he was fleeing Saul. Saul was trying to murder him. His men had not eaten. They went into a temple where they created the ceremonial bread that was to go to the the high holy. It was absolutely sacred, never to be touched by anybody but um, the rabbi and I think the Aaronic priesthood, I think, could touch that. And he went in and he said, look, my men, my men need food. And the guy who was preparing the bread actually gave him the ceremonial bread and David ate it. And the man made clear to him, this is sacred, David. You make sure your men have not lain with women. You make sure that your men are cleansed. You make sure that they're washed, that they're not dirty before they eat this bread. He says, you, you have my word. I'm going to make sure of that. So Jesus used David as a model. Well, folks, what we are facing, if we let this go, if we let the Moderna CEO skate with his 400 million new cash from dumping stock, his associate dumping. 1.5 million. Pfizer investing in a drug to fix the problems they created. Moderna now publishing new mRNA to fix myocarditis related heart, you know, the destruction of heart tissue. They're going to now push this. They're proud of this. Kids still in woke masks, suicide still at the highest level. Kids who are newly addicted to psychotropics anti-anxiety and anti-depression drugs, small businesses destroyed, churches destroyed, all in the name of science that never changed. It never changed. There was never an evolution. The lockdowns could never work. How is it that I could know the lockdowns didn't work because I read simple history, because I simply consulted what happened in the 1918 flu, because I simply read Tony Fauci's team paper, don't lock down in the case of an upper respiratory virus. This requires a different form of prayer in my mind. Yes, pray for forgiveness. Yes, pray for their hearts to change. Yes, pray that the Lord have mercy. Yes, pray that the Lord give us a gentle heart. Yes, act with love. And as Christ Jesus did, we can also turn to the model of King David. Psalm 35 of David. Contend, Lord, with those who contend with me. Fight against those who fight against me. 
Take up shield and armor. Arise and come to my aid. Brandish spear and javelin against those who pursue me. Say to me, I am your salvation. May those who seek my life be disgraced and put to shame. May those who plot my ruin be turned back in dismay. May they be like shaft before the wind with the angel of the Lord driving them away. May their path be dark and slippery with the angel of the Lord pursuing them. Since they hid net from me without cause and without cause dug a pit for me. May ruin overtake them by surprise. May the net they hid entangle them. May they fall into the pit to the ruin. Then my soul will rejoice in the Lord and delight in his salvation. My whole being will exclaim, who is like you, Lord? You rescue the poor from those too strong for them. The poor and the needy from those who rob them. Ruthless witnesses came forward. They questioned me in things I know nothing about. They repeat, so we get it out into the personal circumstances of King David. But the general prayer can apply in this circumstance in my opinion. The Lord's going to choose how he deals with us. We can pray for mercy. We can pray for redemption. We can pray that Tony Fauci wakes up one morning and says, you know what? I'm thinking I, I am science itself, but maybe I'm not God himself. Maybe he realizes this. We can pray for this. And we can also turn to King David and recognize the monumental evil of this. No masks on the singers, just on the kids. Same kids who are still having to wear them at school. Same kids who were forced to get injected with stuff that cannot mathematically, mathematically is incapable of helping them. Same kids. We can pray, as King David did, that the people who have installed this and are now using the troops in Canada to go after the truckers who are pulling up armored personnel carriers in the streets of Paris to go after people who want to breathe and to not have to ask the permission of big pharma in order to go get a baguette. I can't pronounce French foods. Baguette. That's good enough. This. We're in Hollywood. Who do we got here? Find the mask. Jay-Z. Damon. No mask. Weird mustache. Here. Don't know who that is. LeBron. Okay, basketball player, no mask. Jennifer and Ben. I kind of know them. I can't remember their names. Smith. Yep, no him. Great running back. Yeah, now we're talking. I mean, where else would they be? The people who allowed this. Oh, if you were ever, look, if you ever, no, no, let me just say it this way. Oh, yes, I have been. Okay, so I've been guilty of this. Yes, yes, I've been guilty of VIP treatment. Yep, I've loved it. I loved it. I admit it. I admit it. I used to get a kick out of being first in the line for the airplane. I did because it was in 1C. One, one yeah, I used to. Yep, that's my seat. Y'all, oh, I'm going through the first class line. Yeah, I am going to the MVP lounge. Yes, as a matter of fact, I do have a seat in the, MP, the MVP lounge. Yeah, I was guilty of that. Oh, no, no, we got a Microsoft pass. Uh, I don't need to stop at the gate at the Seattle Center. Just I'll pl- flash my Microsoft pass. And we'll, we don't need to, no, we don't. And I've modeled that for my daughter. I, I remember when I quit Microsoft, she said, but are, are you going to have to pay to get into the aquarium now? Like, do we still get to go through the special lines? It didn't occur to me what I'd modeled. I mean, I don't even know that if I ever really said, hey, we should really take a moment. And No, I didn't. 
Wow. I never said to her, we should take a moment and pray in gratitude that God has given us. You know, gave, gave me a job at Microsoft. That let's just go to the, the uh, aquarium for free. I didn't model that. Wow, I love it when the Lord points out the big stinking log sticking out of my eye during a podcast. I do convict myself during the podcast. I should, I should pay you guys. I should tithe to you. Hey, if these are the sort of episodes you like, and this is a little bit of a free-flowing episode, a little bit, it is, um, then this is one to share with a friend. That's, that's the, the way this program has grown has been through you guys. Simply take the podcast you're listening to now. I don't know what phone you're on, but grab a link, send that to 10 of your friends. They may have learned about me on Rush. Most people who listen to me on Rush's show, God rest Rush, don't know that I've got the podcast. So if you send that out, a lot of them turn out to like the show that way. Incidentally, on that topic, I learned that a lot of people listen to the show together. I had a breakfast with an old friend and, and, his, and his friends listen to the show together. That's cool. By the way, that's not normal podcast behavior. That doesn't really happen with a lot of podcasts. Because a lot of people listen to the earbuds, but I've listened, I've talked to families and now a couple of three or four workplaces that they've got them on together and in, in the, rather in the workplace and they listen together. So if that's going on, you're listening. Cool. Let me know. Will you? I'd love to know about more people who listen together. So I never modeled that behavior to my daughter. So I know what it is to like the VIP thing. And this is, well, This is maybe the most personal of personal notes. I have shrunk. I am so thankful that the Lord has shrunk me. See, the the the, I didn't realize this had changed. The process for me of being changed by the Lord, and I've talked with you about this, was It was incremental. It was God believer. Um, Then it was Bible reader. Then it was church goer. Then it was church funder. Then it was retreat from church because athletics with my daughter, I I learned at the time it fashioned in my mind that they're more important, but we'll talk a lot about God. So God talker. And then church goer again. And then God questioner. And then on my knees with snot running down my face, God neater and ultimately Jesus neater. And then ultimately of all submission, I submit, I can't do it on my own. I need, I need the King Jesus. The changes sometimes happen so incrementally that we don't recognize them. So I'm looking at Ben Affleck and I'm looking at Jennifer Lopez and, I guess I do remember the name, Sean Penn. I still don't know who Charlize something there on. I don't know who she is, but um, Andy Garcia, no mask, the mayor of Los Angeles, no mask. And I look at them and I've been there. Not, 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 not to their level of fame, never will be. But I've been where the VIP stuff gets into your head and you don't even notice it anymore. I don't think Sean Penn is capable of thinking that he should have to wear a mask when kids do because Sean Penn has been magnificently rich for so long. So many people are glad to meet him. Oh, Mr. Penn, Mr. Penn, Mr. Penn. Same with a lot of these other celebrities. And what's his name? The so-called mayor of Los Angeles. Well, I mean, he's with the party. What does he care? 
I am so thankful for this. I went to an event at Harborview Fellowship in Gig Harbor. It's a beautiful, beautiful, Christ-led, spirit-led church. Beautiful, beautiful community of people. And they gifted me with the first time that I gave what some would call sermons, what I call witnesses because or testimonies because I'm not qualified to be a pastor. And they had prepared for me a VIP spot. And it was out of kindness. You know, I was a speaker at the event. And one of the gentlemen at the church saw me standing there. Came up and said, hey, hey, Todd, come on up front. We've got a, we've got a VIP seat for you right here in the first row. And I said, you know what? I don't, I don't like VIP things. Oh, no, no. Everyone's, you know, it's fine. I said, no, no, it's, it's just, I, I, it's, this is for me. I don't like VIP things. I don't like anything that smacks of that. I'm here late. Everyone else was here early. I drove across two states. And there was a lady who had gotten there and she was having trouble saying, I said, no, please give it to her. Now, I'm not trying to make myself the good guy in the story. I did a partner show with a guy who used to call these hero Todd stories. I'm not, someone I'm saying, I am embarrassed that I ever wouldn't have done that. I don't want ever, ever to be treated as a VIP, ever, ever. Please never do that to me, ever. Please, I ask you. Because I'm a clay pot like you are. Unless you're not. If you ever find yourself in a circumstance where those around you are masked and you're not, I want you to just picture the Lord Jesus dropping and washing the feet of his disciples or being hungry with them as they went days without food. And then again, regard your circumstance. People around you with face diapers and you with a free face. The people who engineered this, they cannot get away with this. We will have failed the single greatest moral test, legal test, in the history of this republic if there aren't frog marches. And yes, I will pray for forgiveness as well. Yeah, sorry for doing therapy again with you guys. Again, I feel like I should tithe to you. Nonetheless, this is the Todd Herman Show. Now, please do go be well, be strong, be kind, and yes, let's all of us be right with God.